The legends are true. But overwhelming power! The sauce of destiny. Yes! The most legendary sauce has arrived as McDonald's transforms into the anime world of Wickdonald's. The greatest flavors unite in all new savory chili McDonald's sauce to make your 10-piece Nuggets, fries, and Sprite ultra-powerful. Unlock manga comics with every meal and sit down for a new anime short every week only at Wickdonald's. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba, go! And participate in McDonald's for a limited time while supplies last. Hello, Discover here to explain our cash back match. Here's how it works. We give you cash back for using your Discover card on the things you were going to buy anyway. Then we match that cash back in your first year. And that's why we call it Cashback Match. Now to recap and say cash back one more time. We match all the cash back you've earned at the end of your first year automatically. Discover. Exceptionally common sense. Learn more at discover.com slash match. Limitations apply. Hear that? Is that America cheering or a sausage patty sizzling to perfection? It's time to cheer for Egg McMuffin and fresh cracked eggs at McDonald's. It's time to wake up to the aroma of freshly baked biscuits and treat yourself to a real honest-to-goodness morning meal. Breakfast, it's on at McDonald's. Now get any breakfast sandwich for just two bucks. Available only through the app. Mobile order and pay available at participating McDonald's. McD app download and registration required. Yeah, I feel you for a minute, it's my first impression, bros Prime back to Jay Stewart, breaking down all the shows It's the Basel on ABC with Chris Harrison You grind in a limo, sent home, how embarrassing The most dramatic ever, and that's what we like Welcome back, right, it is the Bachelor Lifestyle from theballerlifestyle.com My name is Brian Beckner, very stoked to have you back in the mix Sorry we missed you or not. I don't know. I don't, I, I hate the bachelorette and I kind of got sucked in early on this season. And then we missed a week because, uh, because of the NBA finals. Cause we're men around here. We watch the finals. And so then the show was on a night later and that kind of runs into other, uh, other things that we are busy with. So, um, obligations and so once your age starts with a four, easy words can be hard to find, especially when you're talking into a microphone. Um, I uh, so I normally I'm like anti bachelorette. I just I don't like. It's not as fun without a bunch of chicks there being catty. It's not as fun watching guys try to be the same way. And uh, so, but I got sucked in the season. I was thinking it was kind of good, and boy, has my opinion changed. Two weeks in, I had to watch all, both episodes back to back pretty much, and it was a slog. Much, much worse than I thought it would be. Let's talk about it now. I am joined now, as I am each and every week, by Mr. Jason Stewart. Jason, what's up? Hello, everybody. Hey, buddy. Now, check this out. Um, Last night's episode, without giving away too much, um... One of the bigger dry humps in the history of television. Like, I think that um, for those old enough to remember, the Geraldo Rivera um, trying to open Al Capone's tomb was was more revealing and exciting and less disappointing than the episode we just had to witness last night of The Bachelorette. Because I think... ABC did their viewers a disservice. Um, they didn't give everyone a heads up that they were just they were just like um, what do you call it? 
just sending in an episode, just mailing one in. Yeah. Because you know, like uh, you'd be in the middle of watching, I don't know, one of your favorite sitcoms growing up in the 80s and 90s. And then they they have to fill a certain number yeah. of slots. So yeah. in the middle of the season, they do kind of maybe like a, like a I don't know, like a one-off episode. A clip of like, show. Yeah, a clip show where they have one of the actors come on and talk about funny things that have happened to them that season. It's just a mail-in job, a chance to get people to the screens to watch an episode that didn't cost anything. And The Bachelor did it for the first time last night uh, without giving anyone a heads up, and I'm I'm very disappointed. So for those that have been following the season, maybe about a month ago, three weeks ago, they were in Scotland, and there was a rugby match. We talked about this on the last episode here. There was a rugby match where Luke P., who is a sociopath, tackled and basically assaulted Luke S. And you're thinking, well, that happened three weeks ago. But they tried to take that fucking one moment and they drug it out for not just that episode where it happened, but an additional two episodes. We spent the whole of last week with this fucking dumb Luke P versus Luke S situation. We find finally we get to a rose ceremony after ages and Luke S who I I'm no fan of. I'm not like Luke S he's nothing to me. He's not, I didn't know his name before this. I don't care about him. He's fine. He was right in this situation, obviously, but he did the right thing. They started a rose ceremony and he's like, fuck this. I'm not getting cucked here. I'm going out like a boss. And he stepped out. Hey, can I talk to you? And she was kind of like, Hannah was kind of like, I guess. And he goes out, has a conversation with her. And he's like, look, I'm out of here. I get it. Whatever. But just so you know, this guy's fucking crazy. I don't know what you're doing, but watch out. And then he leaves. How did, were they able to drag that out so long, Jason? There is so little happening this season that they took just a benign kind of roughhouse play in a football game. Yeah, this Luke P's crazy. And they drug it out. Here we are. We're, we're three episodes deep with this Luke P bullshit. What are your thoughts? My thoughts are pretty easy. Like the um, the casting people knew that they had a reality show gem and Luke P. They want to continue to put that, him on their franchises moving forward. So they are forcing the subject to uh, keep him as long as, as they can. And through that, um, he has alienated all the men in the house. And he's thoroughly confused her. She's frustrated. But I see the, I see the casting and the producer's uh, object here, objective. They're trying to, to get this guy on as many platforms as possible because we've talked about this many times. It's so rare that you find people that are genuine, untapped, un, I guess, un, what do you call it? Um, unself-aware unself-aware that uh he's 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 being his own sociopathic self and i was just thinking um 
as I was watching the first half of last night's show, that he does have those blank stares that uh, that you you I think pointed out on Twitter. Yeah. He just kind of stares at her. He's got a thousand yards. It's either he doesn't know what to say, or he's thinking about which body part he's going to eat after he kills her. Which body part is he going to start eating That's after right. he kills her? But Luke P is a uh, he's he's an outlier. He's kind of a unicorn, and reality shows love these guys. Um, and everybody in the entire show is falling for it, hook, line, and sinker. I I, I have almost zero belief that that she has any decision making when it comes to Luke P. Right. Um. And and that's and it comes and basically it it all comes to last night's episode when the uh, as aforementioned Luke S bowed out. Um. She gave Luke P the rose, and. There was just a, a whole lot of consternation. Is that the word? Consternation. Yes. In the house. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, leading up to last night's episode, where yet again we go back to a rose ceremony, and Garrett, who you and I have both said is is kind of a cool dude. He's a total player. She even called him a player. Like Garrett. But. But then he'll say something in a southern drawl, and she'll just fall right for it. Also, and, uh, golf pro. Yeah, but he ends up being kind of a, a a weasel. He ends up being kind of the uh, he's the guy that that uh, that just kind of tries to call out Luke P. This time around, it works against him. Never works on this show, guys. Your producer is telling you, "Hey, you need to get you know you want to get some yeah. camera time. You need to go out and find out what's going on with Luke P. Who's he talking about? The guy." that mixes it up that gets into into these petty spats with other cast members is the guy that's going to go home eventually look at luke s he's gone see the entire house um of alpha males here has uh is very weary of luke p sabotaging them so he they have made him promise um to not talk about them when he's on, when he's with Hannah alone. So Garrett before before Luke P goes on the one-on-one says to his face in front of the house, you're going to keep our ma- our names out of your mouth, right? You're not going to mention us on this date. Luke P says yes. They go on the date and I guess a, supposedly throughout the date Hannah B's kind of uh volleying questions to him about other people in the house. She's Luke certainly, P is like certainly prompted Right. So. Luke P is answering questions that he's asked. And then once he gets back to the house, he basically says to the house when he walks in, I just went on a one-on-one date. I didn't get a rose, but I didn't get sent home. I'm in this like bachelor purgatory that I don't think has ever happened on the show. And oh, by the way, fucking shenanigans. This isn't how the fucking game works. You go on a one-on-one date, there is a rose. Right. If you don't get the rose, you go home. It's like it's like all of a sudden we're in the playoffs and the New Orleans Saints have the ball first and 10. No, it's third and 10 and they get eight yards. And you're like, well, that's it. That's it. That's the end of the drive. And they go, oh, no, that's a first down. And you're like, wait, that's only eight yards. And they're like, yeah, we're giving them a first down for eight yards now just this once. What the fuck? The rule is you get a rose, you hang around. You don't get a rose, you leave. What is happening? Up is down, down is up. 
I'm going. I, I just feel obligated because I know all of our listeners are thinking what I'm thinking. That it, your kind of on the fly analogy leaves out the whole fourth and two contingency. They don't have to turn the ball I don't know over. The t- I was thinking Canadian football. I was. I meant um, the Montreal Alouettes. So the um, good catch, by the but, way. But you're right. You're right. <laughs> Luke P is. Uh, he he asks her at the dinner on the one-on-one that she's thoroughly frustrated at, are you sending me home? She says, yes. They say goodbye. He walks out of the house. Cameras follow him. He walks right back in. And somehow... No, no. She says, "She." what does she say? She she says, please respect this. She goes, yeah. you need to leave. Please respect this. And what does he do? He immediately disrespects it. It's kind of like... Um, that narcissistic behavior that we keep hearing more and yeah. more about Trump. Like if Trump is voted out, he's not going to leave. Yeah. Luke, Luke was voted out last night and he, he didn't leave. He came back and somehow she let him back onto the show, which falls into my theory that the show's not going to allow him to leave just yet. Exactly. And, and, and what they're trying to do here, Jason is they're, they feel like they've got the, a little bit of a Chad hanging around and they're like we're gonna keep this we're, we got a chad here let's do some chad shit with him the difference is is that luke p is unwell he is unstable he is not healthy his brain chemistry is off chad was just a fucking asshole there's chad. The, that's the difference chad knew what he was doing luke p doesn't dude chad chad that's who I've said on the, on this show is the greatest villain in the history of reality TV. Him and was quick was quick on his feet. He had ten one liners every show, both in the off cam, you know, uh, on camera interviews yeah. and and two people's faces. He's eating roast beef. He had like he had like ten lines a show that were just hilarious. This guy is a total dunce. And Ch- like he- Chad was entertaining, and they still kicked him off after fucking episode three. We're, we're five episodes yeah. deep, and here's Luke just lingering. Yeah. So uh, so Luke, Luke Pete returns to the house of men, and the men are like, what the hell, man? He doesn't have a rose, and they didn't come and get his, uh, his, his suitcase. Luke Pete tells him that he's not going home, but he doesn't have a rose. They're confused by that. And Garrett who uh, who's the chosen guy to, to try to mix it up with in this episode, says, okay, I just want to know if you kept our names out of your mouth. And yeah. Luke said, oh, yeah, yeah, that I, I didn't talk about you guys, but this, I, this date I just had was really weird. And all the guys were like, I don't give a shit about that. Who cares? Yeah. yeah. So uh, They hate his guts. So they go to the, uh, the rose ceremony, uh, cocktail hour, where all the fireworks happen. I don't, somehow Garrett plays the role again of the pussy. He asks Hannah point blank, did did uh, Luke P ever mention any of our names? And even though she gave him a very viable explanation of I prompted everything, I asked him about you guys, and he did answer questions about you guys, which is totally reasonable given the parameters of the show. And what are they actually going to talk about? Like, deep things are they actually going to have like a regular converse get to know you conversation no they're going to talk about guys in the house now luke p returns or garrett returns to that the uh, room of men and calls luke p out he's like hannah point blank just told me that you brought our names up on the date yeah 
And then that just, it completely uh, stuns Luke P and he's trying really hard to explain it and he really sucks at it. Hannah hears all the commotion and all the arguing and she starts to get really pissed. She walks into the room, tells him once, walks out of the room and then comes back and tells him twice to cut the shit out. She's sick and tired of this. You forget, you forget in the second, first of all, she comes in the room, yells at all the wrong people. Right. It's it, it's like what what's the name of that total rando who somehow uh Devin. Who the who fuck has, was that guy? I'd never yeah. seen him before. Devin has been a complete non-factor. Has he been there the whole time thing. or did he just show up yeah. this week? He's been completely under the radar. Hasn't been mentioned once, but his name came up on the date and he was thrown into this and he completely ruined himself. Yeah, so he, yeah, Hannah comes in and she yells at everybody but Luke P, even though Luke P's the fucking asshole. Then she leaves. They continue to argue, which is great. Right. Then she fucking, they get a shot of her downing an entire flute of champagne, which you think was staged, except they also got a producer in the shot. So maybe she's just really, <laughs> she's really keyed into how to act on these things. She pounds a glass of champagne, producer in the shot, and then she stomps back into the room and yells at everybody again, everybody not named Luke P, who is the fucking problem. All you had to do was send him home, and you wouldn't have any of these issues to deal with. <laughs> and, and the best part, well, one of the, one of the best parts of this, uh, of this episode before they went to the greatest hits, um, Garrett, after, after Hannah B expressed that the party's over, screw all this, and I'm pissed off, and I don't even know if I want to keep doing this, whatever she said. Yeah. Garrett, Garrett, like, mans up and says, you know what? This is all on me. I should not have made a big deal out of this. Uh, it's my fault. <laughs> and, and Luke P starts talking, and you're thinking, he's going to be like, you know what? I, I'm half to blame on this, too. He says, Garrett, I really appreciate you apologizing yeah he's mental because i was i was going to try to win hannah b over i because of you i didn't have time to spend with her tonight to talk about real things so so i really i really appreciate you apologizing like that (laughs) he's so mental and this this episode this episode was such a piece of shit let's not forget that they went on some fucking her and luke p of course luke p gets a one-on-one her and Luke P go on some date in the Highlands, and it was just a, this fucking hours-long talking in circles, and why are you like this, and I'm just here for you, and, and it just goes on and on and on. And then she comes back, and it's two back-to-back extended conversations with Harrison. Yeah. Well, okay, so so she finally handed out roses, though. Eventually, couple, we get to a, a rose couple, ceremony. That, that rando Devin goes home because all he did never saw him before the entire season. This is what he could tell his buddies and everybody else. The entire season he had like five lines on the show and it was just to piss her off even more. Yeah. And that was it. Then he was sent home Gone. and, and then one of the Tim Tebow's went home. Kevin. So now there's nobody on the show that looks like Tim Tebow. Right. All the Tim Tebow's uh, are gone. And my guy, Grant from San Clemente, the cool dude. He's yeah. Gone. He, they, he did not get enough on screen time to, to give us some of his lines. Yep. And even on the way out, they, they, they put the, uh, the graphic that Grant was going home, Grant unemployed and yeah, going great. home. It's great. It's great. <laughs> um, also, he's 30. He looks at least 39. He looks, oh, I'm, no, being, no. I'm being kind to him at 39. Cause he looks 44, but right. he claims to be 30. I, I have a feeling 
that Grant was a misunderstood cast member. I think there's a lot of stuff on the cutting room floor where he was completely just being an ass and being really subtly funny. But the show doesn't do subtlety. Everything is in your face. I think Grant was really funny and there's probably some good edited out shit. So, um, but the big the big drama was that Luke P got the final rose again as per the mandate of the show. Keep Luke day, Luke P on the show. Yep. They go to some uh they go from Scotland to some place we've never heard of in Latvia. Latvia, I don't was yeah. Arvida Sabonis from there? Okay. Not Latvia. Sure. Yeah. I think uh Borat is from there, right? right? Uh-huh. Could be. No. But um so Latvia and the show comes to an abrupt halt. When Hannah is is overwhelmed by the situation, yes. like it's one of the rare situations where the subject of the show is maybe realizing that she's on the show to be exploited for TV and finding love is the last priority on anybody's list. Yeah. And she's now realizing this, that this is a TV show. This has nothing to do with finding her a second chance at love. And so now she's like really contemplative about this. Like, I don't know even know if I want to do this anymore. She has a sit down with Chris Harrison in Latvia. They go to a, they go to a break. Yeah. Chris Harrison's on camera in front of the bachelor mansion here in LA saying we thought given the, the nature of, of, of Hannah B's feelings that we need to do a complete reset of the show. And he's back sitting down next to Hannah B going over the season. See, I fast forwarded through all this cause it was just so fucking, I fast forwarded through the whole Luke P date. So boring. And then the whole, then, then Harrison's dabbing Harrison carries a hanky cause it's 1942 and he's hands his, and what also, when you hand over a hanky, have you blown your nose in that? Like, do what? How does that work? What's the? I don't know hanky protocol, but he hands over his hanky to to Hannah so she can dab her eyes, and then you're like, and then then they're back and they have a fucking they have a rose ceremony. Then they have this long drawn out um, hang where they're talking over tea, and it's so fucking boring. So you fast forward through that, and then you're like, oh, commercial. We get back to some real shit happening, and then they come back from commercial, and it's another fucking long conversation with the two of them. But this one is very much after the after the fact with clips, yeah. both humorous and and sad yeah. and everything else. So it's like fast forwarded through all that bullshit. Me, if you are, if if you have not watched the show to this point, this last night was an easy shortcut episode. So if you really need a if you need to get up to speed on the season, watch the last hour of last show. But for the rest of us. Yeah who have been following it in, intensely, um, it was a complete dry hump because there was no forewarning in any of the um, you know teases and anything that online. Tonight's episode's basically a just a, a recap, nothing. Um, I asked our buddy Reality Steve if there was a bunch of blowback online about the episode. Yeah, a little. Uh, we got, you know, we don't like spoilers here. Right. Once in a while, we need something explained to us. And our fucking guy, Reality Steve, is so dialed into this shit. He knows all the little details. And and Jason hit him up today on text. And what did he say, Jay? Well, he said that this is the highest rated show of the season. Crazy. 
I'm I'm going to choose to believe it's because um, one of a couple things. The NBA Finals is over. Mm-hmm. There's nothing to do on a Monday night. Or two, maybe people did like that recap because it caught you up if you're not. But I've uh, at whatever it was, I thought it was uh, disingenuous on the show's uh, behalf, and I was pissed off as a fan of the show. Um, but I figured at the very least, we can now talk about a couple more important things, which is Tasha has been cast on par- on a Bachelor in Paradise. Yep. And our guy, the cast member from this uh, season, Jed, the uh, singer songwriter, he's got a girlfriend. Oh, yeah. Th- that was that came out in uh, People magazine today. Whoa. He had a girlfriend. This is why you can never trust acoustic guitar guy. Because this guy, Jed, he's from Nashville and he gets cast on The Bachelor and he's 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 banging some chick there. Some another for those for those who don't know, he he not only is he a singer songwriter, acoustic guitar guy, you know, and we all know how. Uh, the magnetism of the acoustic guitar playing friend, like, yeah. and then, and then he's got a body of a Chippendale stripper. Like he's Jack. He's got like he, he's just like he's the perfect no body fat male specimen. He's jacked. He's not that cute. I would say. Yeah, I. He's, this is where you and I disagree. Fit. We're we'll, oh, yeah, we're gonna go to we're we're de- that's that's the point. The fork in the road here. I think he's cute, and you don't. No, I don't. I definitely. I don't think he's that cute. Um, Fancy Sauce <laughs> popped in. She's not watching the season, but she popped in while I was watching a little bit last night. And uh, for longtime listeners of the show, will know who Fancy Sauce is. Fancy Sauce popped in, and she was like, "There's only one cute guy on the show, and it's Pete." And I don't. I I could see that. I'm I'm sort of partial to um, the remaining Tyler. I think Tyler's kind of handsome. What are your thoughts? You're you're a Jed well, guy. I mean, I know Tyler is the ex uh, quarterback right. with Wake Forest with with the, like this uh, with this like body that's carved out of rock. He's jacked. He's almost too jacked. The way and, his his shoulders and traps come together, the the shoulders are kind of built out over the traps. Um, he's almost a little too jacked. He's doing he's doing too much um, overhead press. Is the issue? So it, yeah, it's it's an interesting combination of former jock quarterback with that kind of body and the epitome of white privilege. He's as we described, I think in the first episode, he's the, he's the guy in the eighties movie that has the hot chick at high school that everyone hates because he's so good looking and his attitude and he drives the Porsche. Uh, He's that guy. So you think Tyler's better looking than Jed, huh? Yeah. Yeah. I think so. But let's get back to Jed. Jed, jacked, super buff. Well, not super buff, but like swimmer's build, low body fat, muscular. He, we find out from People Magazine today, that he had a chick, a girlfriend, who she says they spent the night together the night before he left for the bachelorette. And he's like, hey, just no worries. I'm headed out to this bachelorette thing going to be good for my career hoping to finish like top five look jed gets it it's a fucking game show he's like it's going to be good for my profile jump start and, and he says something like he says something in this let me see if this struck you weird 
he says something to his chick where he's like, I don't want my dad to have to pay my rent anymore. <laughs> and which is great. Um, but although like, I would love it if my dad paid my rent. Like that's gotta be the best feeling <laughs> in the world. Like not to have to worry about your rent. But then also, but then also the chicks said, he said he didn't want his dad to pay his rent anymore. And then also she said like, just a while before he left for the bachelorette, they went on vacation together to the Bahamas. So my question is, if your dad's footing the rent, how are you affording these trips to the fucking Bahamas? Is that, did that strike you as weird at all, Jason? True. And and the only thing I took out of that is that she's like a sugar mama. She's, she has, she comes from money. She's all, cause she's also uh, some type of singer songwriter musician type. So, he he's the guy. He's the guy though that's so ch- like chiseled yeah, and has that soft side that I think he could like lure rich women well, into also place. got that sweet jumper. Remember he went to the he went with Hannah to the Fleet Center with uh, Terry yep. Rozier and Jalen Brown, and yep. he he was dropping sixteen footers like nothing. Like yeah. it was but, wet every but, time. I mean, none of this um, none of this surprises us because. Because obviously these guys are certainly trying to raise their profile when they go on these shows, and it's a it's a one in thirty chance they'll get chosen as the winner, and an even like more remote chance that they're actually going to fall in love and be with the subject. Like being the winner doesn't mean that you're going to be with the person. You're. It's basically it's a one in thirty chance to be a famous couple for a few months. That's basically what the show is. Yeah, so it's great. I don't, it's I don't hold it. Against, it's great for the Instagram. I, yeah. I don't hold it against any of these people that do have relationships right up to the point. Like what are the odds? Yeah. So, um, so, and I guess we, uh, we got a little bit of this too in the opening episode when one of her bitch friends, uh, ratted Demi. out another cast Demi. member. And I think the cast member, as you and I pointed out, had the perfect response. Yeah. To Hannah saying, why would you come on the show if you were just in a relationship right before you came on? And he hit her between the eyes and she never had a response to it. Yeah. I, said, yeah. He said, we just watched you on national TV fall in love with Colton. What's the difference? Yeah. He's like, a week ago you were in love with Colton. Nothing. Right. No response. <laughs> just a, you know that's different. <laughs> no, it's actually exactly the same. So I, if, this is, if this is true and I have every... I have every right to, or every field to believe reason, that it's yes. it's true. Yeah, uh-huh. reason. There, there's absolutely nothing wrong with it. Um, no, and so yeah, so Jed was balls deep in this chick in Nashville. She was taking him on trips to the Bahamas, and then he bounced out to the Bachelorette, and he's like, "Don't worry, I'll be back. Um, I'll call you when I get back. I'll let you know how it went." And then you, go, you know, you go, when you're on the Bachelorette, they take your phone. So he's not in contact with anybody. I guess they may, must give you a hotline number because sometimes people's grandma dies and stuff and they got to deal with it. So there's there must be some way that you can do, do business or whatever, like a one day a week. Um, but he never calls her and then comes back. She doesn't know he's back till she fucking runs into him at the at a club, at a bar or something. And he's like, oh, yeah, hey, what's up? I'm back. I guess we're not boyfriend and girlfriend anymore. <laughs> So who knows? Maybe he won. Maybe Jed wins the Bachelorette, and that's the reason. He's going to be the winner. He's going to be a famous couple for a little bit. Um, yeah. But that's that's basically kind of the takeaways from this week. But I 
I, I will repeat this because it's significant. We get to t- see Tasha in Paradise. Okay, well let's let's go over the Bachelor in Paradise cast first. But or, but before we do that, the only thing interesting that happened on this show was that was the previews of what's coming later. And I know what they do with these previews is pretty fucked. But if if it, this is like a trailer for a movie that tells you the whole movie, what we're basically getting is that at some point. Luke P is going to realize that Hannah is a sexually active person and he's going to lose his fucking shit about it Uh, because that's, that's what they've previewed and they show her, it looks like Garrett and Peter are the two dudes that, and Tyler and maybe Mike are the dudes that are making deep runs in this thing because they're all over the previews for later along with Luke P who's like look if i find out she's having sex with one of these dudes i'm out of here meanwhile this is coming from a guy that his whole opening salvo when we were introduced to him on this show is that i like to work out and i had to find god because i was just straight fucking too much i was getting too much ass it was it wasn't right that i was just banging my life away so i had to get right with god so this is this is a guy that's boned himself, but apparently, if we're if the previews are to believe, be believed, he has some issue with Hannah getting sexual with some dudes down the line. That could get kind of interesting, right? Is it could that bring Luke P back in the fold for you, Jason? Um, I don't know if it brings him back in the fold, but I, mean, I think the the storyline that she's going to be having open sexual relations on the show i mean that that opens that opens up a whole new uh can of worms of intrigue i mean there's a because the show has crept up to this point in recent years it used to be completely taboo yeah they you never almost, talked you almost, about sex the fantasy you only suites saw, you only saw kissing in those initial years you only saw kissing when they were like serious now they're making out in the opening night to multiple contestants and in recent years, the whole—I mean, at first the whole sex thing was completely taboo. They talked yeah. around it. Now they just address it openly. Well, um, Caitlin, let's not forget Caitlin, Bachelorette Caitlin, the, the dancer from yes uh, from the Vancouver area, Canada. Yeah, she broke new ground because um, she fucked Nick Vile. Nick Vile right. was brought in like as a ringer. And apparently yep. they had banged before. This Nick Vile. Is there a ladies line open? Call me up 949-464-TBLS or send me an email mailbag at theballerlifestyle.com. I'm only looking for female opinions here. What are your thoughts? Why, what is it with this Nick Vile? Why does he, what he gets so much butt, this guy, and he just seems like such a douche. But Caitlin, she's basically the Jackie Robinson of The Bachelor because she's like, oh, yeah, I bang that guy, whatever. Like, get over it. And they moved on. And now it's like understood that if you're going to the suite, you're getting balls deep, right? It is. And it kind of was always kind of understood, but nobody acknowledged it. And now it's like I think they had her a soundbite of her saying – somebody's getting down in the bachelor suite or something. I mean, in the, uh, what do you call it? The, the fantasy suite. Right. I think she said something along those lines. And then Luke again, makes this 
comment. If she's sleeping around, then that's a deal breaker. But, uh, who knows what, what it's going to be. But um, That's fucking slut shaming, by the way, and it's stupid. It's so dumb. Like, a, right. a, a, no one would ever, a girl wouldn't be like, oh, if, um, he, if, he, if the male bachelor bangs one of these other contestants in the fantasy suite, well, I'm, I'm out. Like, I'm, I can't have that. Like, that is, it's such a double standard. Let her, you know, she's got to sample the goods just like a dude would. Like, you're not going to, you're not going to propose or get proposed to by somebody that you don't have sexual chemistry with. It's crazy. It's it's an expedited form of dating, supposedly. The only difference is is that rarely in actual life, the night before you're proposed to, you were just making out or having sex with the other guy. Like the night before. That's the one It's a little weird. That so one point fork in the road where the show differs from real life. But Everything it, else yeah. is very much like real it life. It is an, it, but it is an expedited <laughs> thing. Like she, you know, she's dating three guys, and a lot of times they'll be like, "Hey, like uh, what's his name? Colton did last season. He could have gone and he he had some sexual chemistry with Hannah G, and he went in there and we're like, oh, he's going to do some work. It's about time. He's going to lose his virginity. And I guess because he wasn't sexually active, he was like, hey." put the brakes on it before anything started. Uh, okay. So that's, that's, that's what's to come. I don't know how that was edited. I don't know how that was put together, but they sure make it look like Peter and Garrett are ready to propose. And somebody shows up with a ring. Somebody that's may have been thrown off earlier in the season shows up with a ring and for all intents and purpose, or for you have to assume it's Luke P because he's the crazy one, right? Uh, okay, Bachelor in Paradise. You want let's let's go through. I have a I have a list here. All right, alphabetically. An- well, Annalise. We should, we should do the the broad strokes. Annalise, okay. uh, the, the the girl who's just not quite right in the head yeah. and is is just had some hard luck with love because she's not right in the head. Yeah. Um, yeah, she she's she's yesterday's news, right? She was on the show last year, and yeah. I think that the notables. Are that Kaylin, who is Hannah B's pageant uh, pageant rival? Yeah, Miss Carolina, North Carolina. She's on it, um, and she has a lot of like issues too. Like there, there isn't a whole lot of uh, there isn't a lot of normalcy to her. We kind of liked her last year, but she's got a she's got a, it brings a, to- a whole bunch of baggage in here. Yep. Um, the girl that we liked from last season, Katie. Um, the woman of oh, color, yeah, I like Katie, yeah, with mm-hmm. light eyes. Yeah, um, she's on here. Everyone loved and uh, owned Yika. You remember owned Yika? Yika? Yep. Mm-hmm. She's she was fun. Um, and of course, I mean, really, the, the the I don't remember the last time I looked forward to to a contestant on Paradise more than I'm looking forward to Tasha. This is going to be fun. I love Tasha. Love Tasha. Yeah, yeah she's great. Hannah. Hannah G is coming on. Of course, on. she's going to be there. She's an Instagram model. Like she's right. not going to. She's not going to not take the opportunity. Um, Demi will be there, and she'll be super annoying, right? Demi's annoying, and then that the what's the one uh, Latina who's annoying? Who Bibiana? Yeah, she's now, she's a uh, uh, drama. What about Nicole? She's also a. Oh, we've got two saucy Latinas. Are they going to do? They can't have them both there at the same time, right? Because they're basically the same character. <laughs> You don't have a Bibiana and a Nicole on at the same time. 
you wait till one eventually leaves and then she's replaced by the other saucy Latina, right? Probably. Yeah. Probably. Um, the, the guy of note, um, ABC always be cam such a loser. He's coming. He's coming on. There's no, he is. He is there just because they're like, Hey, um, there's not enough sand here at this beach. We need something that we can bring out that we're, we know for sure is going to ac- cause an acute case of vaginal dryness across the board. How about we bring in cam? I, what are the odds that they're going to have him rap at some point in the first? I just wonder. I don't know. I don't know. I'm not sure that's going to happen. Um, um, jump, according, yeah. according to reality, Steve, by the way, and this isn't a spoiler show, but I had accidentally ran into a spoiler oh, that I have no. to. Show. Okay. I guess, I guess Blake, who is the runner up on Becca's season, Blake, you know, good looking guy, didn't, sharp. Didn't watch Becca's season. Didn't, I was so out on Becca. Okay, go on. Oh, no. You don't remember Blake, though? I thought we talked about it on this show. Is he the one that had the um, – he had some racist tweets or something? I don't think so. Oh, okay. Blake? Oh, he's a good a good guy. Anyways, know. the only thing that, that Steve's Twitter uh, post said was that supposedly the first couple episodes are all about Blake. I don't know if, oh, that, if that's in a good way or a bad way. He's going to make some shit happen. Uh, Remember Clay Harbor, the former Jacksonville Jaguar football player? Yeah. Yeah. He's he's coming on. That guy's jacked. I'll be I'll be happy to see him there. Also <laughs> John John Paul Jones. John Paul Jones. I see Derek Peth is back. And he last we heard on the last Bachelor in Paradise, he had hooked up with that um that therapist from Seattle, Taylor. That's right. And now what he's back? Apparently their engagement did. Did it work out because Derek Peth is back for another round? I guess the engagement didn't work out. Yeah. The engagement started in uh, Bachelor in Paradise. didn't work out. It's crazy. Always kind of sad when one of these week oneers shows up. Like it says here, Jane, 26, social worker, appeared on Colton season The Bachelor. And don't remember her. They don't, yeah. even, they don't even have an action shot from her on the show. It's just her picture from the lineup on the website. <laughs> <laughs> so she was she got off, she got kicked off first week and so you have no idea who she is so she'll be there this uh chris bukowski who i guess is pretty infamous he's been on bachelor in paradise he was on the bachelor pad i guess he was on the well, obviously the bachelor this, pad. this guy was on the on on uh bachelor he was on emily's season the bachelorette that was like right. seven years ago at least yeah. And he's uh, but he's a loser. Like the last time we saw him on Paradise, that nobody liked him. Yeah, he, he came and he left immediately. It was pretty funny. But needless to say, I'm excited about this. This is going to be fun. Bachelor in Paradise is great because there is no prize. There is no real reason to be there except to try to hook up, and then at some point, you don't know what it's going to happen. But at some point, Chris Harrison's going to walk in and say. Okay, you guys need to figure out if you're getting engaged. <laughs> <And then laughs> everybody kind of looks at each other and was like, I don't know. I'm, I it's guess like, we just go home. <laughs> it's like more than more than a few couples. I would say two couples every season 
figure have figured this thing out. Yeah. They they like each other enough. Maybe they've like hooked up off the show yeah. in one of the bachelor um, uh, summits, and they say, "Look, let's couple up. Yeah. We could stay on the bachelor's dime for six weeks yeah. in, in paradise. In yeah. Have all the drinks and eat we want, yeah. and just be famous. Maybe even more famous after the show. Like that's the reasonable way to play this." Yeah. You don't have to get married at the end. You just couple up and you always keep each other. But the genius in the casting is they always get people who take this thing as another chance to fall in it's love. Great. And great. that's where the drama comes in. <laughs> There's no prize. Right. <laughs> There's like nothing to win. But they're all in. They're like, oh, my God, I need to fall in love. I, I better get engaged. I got to hurry up and get engaged. Yeah. Amazing. Uh, all right, Jason. Well, let's uh, anything else to add? Are we done? Nope, we're all set. All right, fantastic work as always. For Jason Stewart, I'm Brian Beckner. This has been the Bachelor Lifestyle from the ballerlifestyle.com. Share it with your friends. Like retweet us. Share it on Facebook. Let people know that we're doing this show. We want to be involved with all your bachelor friends. Until next week. We'll see you next week. It's my first impression, bros. Brian Beckner, Jay Stewart, breaking down all the shows. It's the Bachelor on ABC with Chris Harrison. You grind in a limo sent home. How embarrassing. The most dramatic ever. And that's what we like. Play your cards right. You might end up on paradise. Here's the key to the fantasy suite. Balls deep so you can sleep with your third or fourth girl in a week. We're making a connection. We're falling in love. We're chilling in the mansion outside the hot tub. we starting in LA and then we travel the world. we toasting champagne. We got 32 girls who gets a hometown and who's the most hated, who had the best date and who's getting eliminated. We always speculating like you wouldn't believe, but I cheated, logged on to reality, Steve. So it's the bachelor lifestyle we living in. It's the baller lifestyle we living in. It's the bachelor lifestyle we living in. It's the baller lifestyle. Hear that? Is that America cheering or a sausage patty sizzling to perfection? It's time to cheer for Egg McMuffin and fresh cracked eggs at McDonald's. It's time to wake up to the aroma of freshly baked biscuits and treat yourself to a real honest-to-goodness morning meal. Breakfast, it's on at McDonald's. Now get any breakfast sandwich for just 2 bucks. Available only through the app. Mobile order and pay available at participating McDonald's. McD app download and registration required. Every year, compliance regulations change thousands of times. And every year, ADP makes thousands of seamless platform updates so businesses can focus on everything else, like running their business. Grow stronger with ADP. HR, talent, time, and payroll. Cashback is not available on gas in New Jersey and Wisconsin. Hey, good morning. You're heading the airport, right? Yeah, thanks for checking. I like the car. How long have you been a rideshare driver? About three years now. I really enjoy it. Isn't it hard to make money these days with the price of gas being so high? Not for me. I use Upside, the free app that gives you cash back for every gallon of gas you buy. Wait a minute. Are you saying you actually get real money back when you get gas with the Upside app? Yep, I get real cash back every time I get gas. Does that actually add up to anything? I'll make around $200 to $300. Wow, that's serious extra cash. I'm downloading the Upside app now. Download the free Upside app now to earn real cash back every Every time you buy gas, use promo code CAR for an extra 25 cents a gallon bonus on your first tank. You can cash out anytime right to your bank account, PayPal, or a gift card for Amazon and other brands. Just download the free Upside app and use promo code CAR for a 25 cents a gallon bonus on your first tank. That's code CAR.